Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I want to talk to you today about uh, a concept or a project I've done for several groups, and we call it hit rate. We're not talking about boxing or anything like that. What we're talking about is if you see 100 new patients, how many of those 100 are going to result in a surgery or a procedure or whatever it is that your practice specializes in that you're doing? And what we try to do is get a sense for a couple of things. Maybe the place to start is to compare hit rate by provider and say, all right, why does Dr. Jones convert, say, 30% of those new patients into a surgery within X amount of months, whereas, you know, Dr. Brown, it's more like 10% or maybe it's 50% or whatever it is. The difference is the the point of the the analysis, the, the point of running the numbers, if you will, is to try to say, what is Dr. Smith doing differently or Dr. Brown doing differently to convert more new patients into procedures? Now, none of this podcast is an argument to treat people who don't need to be treated. Or not, I mean, that, absolutely, we're not doing that. But a lot of the time, there are things like, um, I mean, a classic one is insurance and pre-authorization, where the insurance company is going to throw up hurdles and make it difficult to treat some of these patients. So has somebody in the practice figured out a way past Anthem or Blue Cross or United or Aetna or Cigna or whoever to get patients who need to be treated treated and maybe even treated sooner because of the way they're doing the preauthorization or the, or the way they're approaching it or the conservative care that they do first and document or whatever it is. So that's maybe a place to start is to compare hit rate by providers in the same subspecialty and say what percentage of these patients go to surgery or procedure, whatever it is, versus other providers. And then you can look at it by insurance is, is maybe the next one and say, well, you know, is so is this provider better at Blue Cross than the other one? Or is Blue Cross consistently low across the board? And does that change the way we think about scheduling patients to say, hey, if, if we've got, you know, heaven forbid the pandemic rolls back or something like that, and we've got a limited amount of new patient slots or surgery slots to try to fill or whatever, can we figure out a, who to focus on? Who's the ones that are going to turn to surgery? Because for a lot of the practices I help with, it's not the 99213s and the 99204s that pay the bills. It's the procedures and trying to get to those procedures and make it work is helpful. And so then I've sliced hit rate a number of other ways to try to, besides insurance and provider, does it does it trend over time? Are we better or worse at certain times of the year? Have, I mean, is is my hit rate higher uh, in you know December when folks are trying to, hey, I've hit, hit my out-of-pocket maximum, I got this done by the end of the year kind of thing, or is it lower then or whatever? Another thing you might think about in this hit rate is, so the denominator is, say, 100 new patients. The question is, how far out do I look in the future? So if, if the new patient visits in January, say, I mean, depending on your specialty and depending on the, the the procedures you're looking at, the treatments you're doing, for some, you may be able to look January, February, maybe January, February, March for January patients and say, yeah, that's my hit rate. Um, longer uh, specialties like neurosurgery, for example, I've gone out six or seven months looking for a hit, if you will, a procedure to try to see, hey, you know, it, it might have taken several months of conservative care and appealing and whatever else we had to do to get the preauthorization to do the procedure. And so you've got to look out far enough to capture all that's coming in. And then the other thing I've done for some groups is to say, hey, I'm going to look at that lag, right, from new patient visit to procedure. And are there some locations or some providers or some 
groups of providers that have found a way to speed the process up, to to document differently, to, to do conservative care in this order, or to start the preauthorization here, not there, or send it this way, not that way, or whatever it is that can reduce the amount, of, especially for a patient that needs the procedure, right? To reduce the amount of time from the new patient visit to the actual procedure, especially if your procedures are backed up and it's several weeks to get in to see the provider in the first place. So I think that's kind of what we're looking at in terms of hit rates and trending over time. Typically, I'll show it either as a number or a percentage and try to give the providers a sense for how am I doing in relation to my peers and and then give them the ability to slice it a number of different ways to say, are we getting better or worse at this, especially with the turnover and everything that's going on. If you're losing staff who know how to do pre-authorizations or you're losing staff that know how to get the conservative care started quickly or, or get the process rolling so that we can get to the procedure, that's the kind of inside practice knowledge, the stuff that you don't want to lose when you have turnover because that's the, that's the knowledge that can get your patients the treatment they need. Hit rate. It's an interesting idea if you're not calculating it, particularly if you're in a specialty where surgery or procedures or whatever it is, ophthalmology, whatever it is, that procedure is a big deal. I think it's worth understanding and worth tracking and comparing to your peers and understanding what's going on. I hope it brings you patients. I hope it takes better care of your patients. Thanks for joining me today.